ML Nation, episode 499. I've experienced it. You know, I've experienced massive, insane, ridiculous, redonkulous duplication year after year after year after year after year. Welcome to MLM Nation, a podcast of leaders, by leaders, for leaders, hosted by Simon Chan. He's built teams to over 80,000 and is now a full-time business coach and trainer. So if you're ready to level up your business, join us right now. Here is Simon Chan. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan. I am fired up to bring our special guest today, a 20-year veteran. We have Christopher Hughes. Hey, Chris, are you ready to make it happen? <laughs> Let's make the magic happen, Simon. Let's make the magic happen. So Chris went to high school for six years. Talk about a successful track record. Six years, had three <laughs> senior years, and then decided to go to college for five years, and then after five years, dropped out. He had 27 jobs. He worked in restaurants, 27 jobs by the time he turned 27. And then he got started in network marketing, built a business. He's going to share the story. And then in 10 years, he became a million-dollar earner and was a top 20 earner out of over 400,000 different reps. And um, recently, he's promoted one of the top company positions, senior vice president. And he's also part of, this is very rare, called the Hughes Brothers Dynasty, which is the only family that network marketing with four siblings who all became million-dollar or multi-million-dollar earners in the same company. He's been a best-selling author of eight books and programs, including one called Insane Duplication, and also has his own podcast, which we'll, uh, we'll ask him later on. But anyway, Chris, welcome to the show. I've given MLM Nation just a brief intro about like 27 jobs in 27 years, but <laughs> how did you eventually decide, like, hey, forget the job, let me do network marketing? How were you exposed to network marketing? Well, it's a great question, and um, I was that was a really pathetic uh, <laughs> bio. You know, it's kind of an interesting background that I had. But I, uh, I just jumped from job to job, job to job. I never got fired. You know, I was looking for something that I that I loved, and I found myself making a list. I didn't know, uh, you know, I, I heard about network marketing. I had friends that had made some money in network marketing. But I made this list, you know, like I want to be able to set my own hours, be my own boss, want to be able to coach and teach and train and mentor. I want to make a six or even a seven figure income, travel. And, you know, I mean, I don't know that those jobs exist, right? So I didn't know that I was not looking for a job. But my brother Jeff called me up one day. He had been introduced to a network, to network marketing. And the rest is, as they say, history, man. I loved everything I saw. What made you want to join when your brother Jeff told you about it? Well, money, first of all, you know, I mean, when you're breaking top ramen in half, you know, and you're eating half of that brick for breakfast and the other half for dinner, you know, you're pretty motivated to do something. But, you know, I think when you see a real product and or service with a great compensation plan, and then if you understand residual income and leverage and all that, it's like it was a no brainer. You know, I saw an opportunity to work from home, be my own boss, set my own hours and make big income, making a big difference in the world. So it was all upside. So how was it when you just got started? Obviously, you were excited. How was your first couple of days, couple of weeks like? You know, high, high anxiety and excitement, low knowledge, you know, low skills. And I was very, the old 500-pound phone syndrome. You know, I had my list. I did everything I was told. I made a list of like, you know, my coaches told me to make a list of 100 people. I think I got to like 60 or 70. And I would, I would, uh, I would look at that list quite a bit. But I do got to tell you, my brother Jeff showed me a, a video about his network marketing opportunity, 
When the video was over, my brother Mike was there. My brother Dave was there. Their wives, myself, we were all there. When the video was over, we're like, what do we do now? Like, this is awesome. We want to do it. And my brother Jeff said, I don't know. I'm not in yet. So, I mean, that was the moment. I was like, okay, I could actually, I could do this, you know? Because here's my brother who's, who's, he's not even in. And he just found three people to join him in the business and to buy the product. So then he invited us to a live event at the end of the live event. I loved it. He gave me a VHS. You remember back when the videos looked like this and, uh, and I came home, I showed it to two roommates. One said, yes. One said, no, you're an idiot. It's never going to work for you. And, um, you know, and after that I was off to the races my roommate, my roommate said, yes, we went and showed it to his friend. He said, yes, we went and showed the video to his friend. He said, yes. And for 20 years now, almost I've been sharing third party tools and taking people to events. And that was a high tech too, the VHS at the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll never forget when we went to DVD, it was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you can actually skip sections. You don't need to rewind. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Be kind. Please rewind. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now you're dating yourself. I totally forgot about that. Be kind. <laughs> right. There's a reference to block, Blockbuster, right? <laughs> yeah. Blockbuster. Be- they actually had the VCRs. But then you you could buy those rewinders. You remember that, like shaped like yes. a Corvette or whatever. But it was it just rewound so that you didn't ruin your VCR by rewinding all the time. That's fine. <laughs> I remember that for like ten bucks you can save your VCR. Yeah, yeah. So why did you feel like you had pretty uh, your success pretty quickly? But a lot of people maybe who are watching or listening maybe struggling. That man, that's such a good question. I think a couple things. Number one, because. Like the business gets fun when you get your crew, you know, like when you get your homies, when you get your inner circle, like you've got your group of people and it's just so fun. You look out for them. They look out for you. And interestingly, and for very fortunate for me, I had that from day one. So I had my big brother, his wife, I had my other big brother, his wife, my other big brother, his wife. And then my, my sponsor sponsor was super cool. And she was in the mix. And then my roommate, he joined right away. And you know, and so there was like this, this, this core of us and we went everywhere together. If there was a meeting, we went, if there was a training, we went, if there was, you know, like we'd go to Mexican restaurants and because none of us could afford a meal so we could get free chips and salsa, you know, I mean, it was like, we ran as a pack. And I think that's number one. Number two, I found a product, you know, that, that I really could believe in, and, you know, sometimes people join just for the money, but they don't really, they don't really believe in, in the product or the service, or they really don't believe in network marketing, you know, or maybe they're skeptical about it. That wasn't my story, you know, great products, great services, great opportunity. And I educated myself about network marketing. I was a little bit skeptical. I think like a lot of people, but I educated that out of me and I was very, very excited. And then I think number two was I, like Jim Rohn always said, work harder on yourself than you do on your business. And so I, you know, I always was wired up to something positive, motivational, inspirational, because network marketing can be a tough business, man. And if you're not always feeding yourself, it's pretty easy to get discouraged, I think. So those two things, the synergy of working with people that I knew, loved, trusted, and wanted to be around, and then personal development, and then, of course, following the system. Hmm. And let's uh, let's transition. Let's go right into duplication. You recently, because culture is a big part of duplication. You just had a training course called Insane Duplication. Can you give us a couple of tips uh, that, you know, maybe three or four, a couple of five tips about duplication? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there are some people say duplication is a myth. It's not a real thing. I take the, I take the uh, uh, opposite opinion. 
because I've experienced it. You know, I've experienced massive, insane, ridiculous, redonkulous duplication year after year after year after year after year. And so here's a couple tips. First of all, it's, you know, I wrote a book called Insane Duplication, How to Build a Network Marketing Team That Duplicates Like Crazy. And here's a couple tips. 90% of your training with your new distributor, your new agent associate, 90% of it is done by the time they enroll. So they're watching you. They're like, or like little kids. Whatever you do to them is what they, not what they think. It's what they know they have to do to others in order to get others in the business. Let me give you an example of something. So it's called imprinting. Now, goslings, baby, baby geese, goslings and ducks, when they're born, whatever is around them imprints on them. So if it's a if it's a, if you're if it's a gosling and there's a mama goose, well they're gonna they're gonna look at mama goose and they don't think that's their mama. They know that's their mama. And if it's not a goose, if it's a human, they don't think that the human is its mama. They know the human is its mama. And it works the same in our business. Whatever you do to your new person to bring them in, that 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 activity that you did is imprinted on that person now. And now they know that they're going to have to do to others what you just did to them. So if what you did was distasteful, if what you did was not duplicatable, if it took an hour and a half, if it was gross, if it was over the top salesmanship, you know, you're twisting their arm, you're manipulating them like that, that's imprinted. Now they're thinking, and here's a couple specific tips there. Everybody is asking themselves, either consciously or unconsciously when you're recruiting them into your opportunity they're asking themselves number 1 can i do what he or she just did to me number 2 do i have time to do to others what he or she just did to me and number 3 would i be willing to do what he or she just did to me to other people and I, I actually do a training. We may not have time to go through it right now, but it's called, it's in the, the book, Insane Duplication, but it, it's called the eight filters of duplication. If we're going to make spaghetti, we put eight colanders on top of each other. We pour all the spaghetti and the water in. The odds that any spaghetti is going to come out the bottom, it's not going to happen through mm. eight colanders, <clears throat> eight filters. What's going to go through? Just the water, the thin stuff, the easy stuff. Well, the eight filters of duplication it filters out all the hard, complex, distasteful stuff so that it doesn't get into your business. So I'll run, run you through the eight filters really quickly and we move on to the next topic. But number one is, can I do what you just did? Do I have time to do what you just did? Would I be willing to do to others what you just did to me? Can a dud, an absolute dud in life, do what you just did to a stud? Will what you just did to me, will it work in depth? three, four, five, six, seven levels deep in my organization? Will it work in distance? You know, will it work in another part of the country or more importantly, another part of the world? Will it work without me? That's number seven. I don't want to be in the adult daycare business. So I need a system that people can do without me. And then filter number eight or law number eight is five minutes later. Can you do to others what I just did to you five minutes? minutes later. And those are the eight filters of duplication. And you asked the question a moment ago, why we're able to get off to a quick start. 
all of us. I mean, Jeff became a million dollar owner, earner. My other brother became a million dollar earner. I became a million dollar earner, multi million dollar earner. My other brother became a multi million dollar earner because the, what Jeff did to us flowed through all filters. You know, he showed us a 12 minute video. Can I do that? Of course. Would I be willing to do that? Sure. Do I have time to do that? 12 minute video? Of course. Can a dud show a video to a stud? Yes. Will it work in depth, in distance, without me, five minutes later? As long as they've got a video, absolutely. So that's what how I've set up my business for really ridiculous duplication. If it doesn't go through the filters, I don't let it in. Awesome stuff. A lot of nuggets of gold here, and we'll put this on the website on mlnation.com. Was there a specific aha moment? Just say so you got started, you had pretty good success. Uh, what is a specific aha moment where, boom, then things really, really took off for you? Absolutely. I, I, I was at probably eight to $12,000 a month. This was 17 years ago. And I went to a training and it was an all day training. It was from network marketing specific, but it was 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. No breaks. <laughs> you know, it was like it was a 12 hour training and it had several million dollar earners. And I learned that day the importance of a heartbeat the importance of a system, of a a very specific system that I do every single day, week, month, and year, and that my people are doing every single day, week, month, or year. And I established my system, and it was basically eight things. Jim Rohn always taught there's only about a half dozen things that make 80% of the difference in any endeavor in your life. Well, so I had this list of about eight things, about a half dozen things and it was, it was things that I did every day. Some of them I did every day. Some of them I did weekly. Some of them I did monthly. And some of them I did yearly, like you know, team conventions, international conventions, et cetera. And when I formulated that, and, and like, like when that took shape, and we could promote that to the team, and it's like, this is what we do. You're going to do this, this, and this every day. And it was something everybody could do. And you're going to do this and this every week. And it was something everybody could do. So that's when it was, it was like, oh my gosh, because you think about McDonald's, you know, McDonald's, their food is arguably not food. That's Mm -hmm. my opinion. Okay. Their food is arguably not food. It's chemically addictive. My opinion causes cancer in California. You see the placards outside the restaurant that says chemicals and ingredients used on the premises have been known to cause cancer. So that's a fact, at least in California, but you know, I don't know why it's not in other States. That's a whole nother maybe podcast. That didn't keep them from making $20 billion, even though teenagers are running the joint and their food is arguably not food because they have a system. Because when you walk into McDonald's and you hear a beep, 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 that means the fries are done. The fries are always on the left. You know, they use the same sesame seed buns for all Big Macs in every state, in every country. So that for me was the big aha moment was what are my systems? What are my strategies? And what do myself and my team do every day, every week, every month, and every year? What are those eight things in your system? You know, number one is share the product, services, or business twice a day. You know, that's number one. There are people, they go to every meeting every week or maybe every month whenever the company's holding meetings. But if they're not sharing their product, services, and business, they're not even in business. You know, you're not in business. So that's, you know, that was number one. And uh, I was raised in a company that has live events. You know, we're big believers in events and high touch and getting together and, uh, you know, high fives, hugs, handshakes, and compliments and really sharing. So it was a briefing a week. It was a business opportunity meeting a week. It was a training a week. 
It was a, a Saturday. We call them Super Saturdays a month, you know, every month. It was you go to your corporate conventions. It was personal development, daily habit of personal development, both reading books and listening to audios and regular seminar attendance. And what is that? Is that seven? I don't. And eight was uh, was have a workout partner. You know, when you go to the gym and you see those big guys with, you know, no neck, you know, <laughs> you know, it's like when they get down on the to, to do bench press and they've got several plates on on either end of that bar, they've got somebody right behind them to, you know, to spot them. And I think in this business, that's a major tip. You've got to have a workout partner. You have to have somebody to spot you because it can be a tough business. And what you don't want to do is have the weight of the business crushing you. And you not have somebody to call. So I think that that was number eight. But that was the eight, you know, the eight things that we really focused on. Awesome. Hey, I'm going to ask you my favorite question, but give it us 10 seconds to acknowledge today's show ambassador. MLA show ambassador is Christy Parnell Cripps out of Huntington Beach, California. Congrats, Christy. You know, thanks for being part of ML Nation and for lifting up the profession. Uh, we're going to put a link to your Facebook profile on our show notes for Christopher Hughes on MLNation.com. Uh, by the way, if you're watching and listening to this, if you want to be a show ambassador, all you have to do is share a Facebook Live, especially this episode with Chris Hughes. We've got such great nuggets about the eight things about system, the eight filters of duplication, tons of value. Share this episode. And at the end of each interview, we'll randomly choose a listener or viewer, and uh, you can be on the next show ambassador on our next interview. So anyway, congrats, Christy. Uh, let's get back to the show, Chris. So my favorite question, okay, in your 20 plus years of network marketing, what is your worst, worst moment in network marketing to the point that you're like, oh, you hated the business, you may even thought about quitting, but you didn't. And that's why you are where you are today. Man, that is a really, really good question. You know, I think this is important. I want to share this. I've shared this with very, very few people over 20 years. But my brother and I, without getting into all the details, it's a very long story, but we we made a massive, a colossal error in judgment. And we were, you know, we were up against the wall. Like we could have been terminated for, for this. I mean, it was a, you know, it was a bad, bad thing. And this is why I think personal development is so critical because we come here as we are, you know what I mean? And we've got to work on our character and our integrity and who we are and what we are and what we're all about. Anyway, so we made this colossal error in judgment. We think we're going to get terminated from the company. And I agonized all night long. And I realized, you know, I've got a choice to make. I can own this and I can tell the truth and do the right thing, or I can lie about it. And I made a decision and I wrote an email to the company and I owned, I owned it. I owned the error in judgment. I told them what had happened. And the next day I got a very cool phone call from the top cop of the company that drops the ax on people. And, um, you know, and she said to me, she said, in all my years, I have never had anybody own what they have done. She said, mm. we have caught people with their hand in the cookie jar, you know, like busted violating whatever, breaking the breaking the rule or whatever. And she said, and they will lie, lie, lie. And that's why she had this brutal reputation as top cop, because they just want people to do the right thing. They don't expect people to be perfect. No network marketing company expects people to be perfect, but they do expect to, to you know, apologize and do the right thing. So anyway, she said to me, if you'll stay in the company and keep doing what you're doing, we're going to, you know, we're not going to do anything. Like we value you. We see the value. And I was not, I was really nobody in the company back then. 
And it's really cool, Simon. She said to me, I'm going to predict, Chris, that you're going to be very, very big in this business. And she said, I wish you all the luck in the world. Keep doing what you're doing. And thank you for, for making the right decision here. And that was, it was a tough moment because, you know, you got to look yourself in the mirror. One of the things I said to her, Simon, this, I hope this isn't too personal, but I think it's important because sometimes people make these, these mistakes and they beat themselves up over, about, over it. But the, the lady said that they were considering termination. And I said to her in this email, I said, I am fully willing to accept termination for this decision that I made. And this was, of course, 18, 19 years ago. But I said, I just want you to know that if you terminate me, that will be the second worst thing that could happen to me. You know, the first worst thing, the worst thing that could happen has already happened. And I've had to look myself in the mirror and realize that I tried to take a shortcut. You know, I looked myself in the mirror and realized I made a major, major, major mistake that I was really, really embarrassed about. And so I think, you know, learn from that. And, I, and here's the nugget from this. The, the longest route from point A to point B is a shortcut. You know, people want to shortcut stuff. They want to manipulate comp plans. And if, you know, if it's, if it's legal, if it's honest, if it's ethical and you feel good about it, great, do that. I'm not saying, you know, don't make, maximize the comp plan if it's honest, legal, and ethical, you know, but just do the right thing. You know, integrity is doing the right thing when nobody's looking, you know, and I had not yet learned that lesson. And it was a lesson that I learned that almost cost me, you know, my, my network marketing uh, career, my network marketing business. So I don't know if that was exactly in the category of what you're looking for, but you got it anyway. <laughs> yeah, it was great, uh, great leadership lessons here yeah, about owning. And then also, like you said, uh, what integrity is when no one, everyone can look good when everyone's watching. It's when no one's watching, do you, what do you do? And if you do something wrong, I mean, uh, hats off to you. You know, you owned it. And most people won't do that. And uh, yep. the top cop was right. Her prediction was right. Yeah, I feel, I'm just very grateful for her. But I do have to tell you, this is kind of a cute story. I called my brother Dave one time when we were young in the industry, and, and I said, "I said, man, I'm I'm quitting. You know, like this business is too hard. I, I don't want to do it anymore." And he said to me, "He's like, I don't know what your problem is. I just recruited two people, you know." And because again, we had that crew, right, that workout partner early on. I was like, "What? How did you recruit two people?" He's like, man, tools and events, you know? So, so I go out and I start sharing the tools and I get to give myself a checkup from the neck up and get my personal development on and start meditating and breathing and visualizing and doing my affirmations. And a couple of weeks goes by and my brother Dave called me and he said, man, you're right. This business is too hard. I think I'm going to quit. And I said, well, I don't know what your problem is. <laughs> I just recruited two people. You know? <laughs> so having, uh, we all go through that, you know I mean? Anybody who's been in the business any length of time at all, they've quit a hundred times. They just got back on the horse and kept riding. That's good. I love it. I don't know. All I did was just recruit the two people and use tools and events. Good stuff. Hey, how have you seen the profession change? Do you see people more open to network marketing? I mean, in the last 20 years, a technology has changed people. What, what, what yes. do you see? I like what I see is everybody's doing it. I mean, literally it's like, everybody's got a, got a side hustle. You know, I mean, they're doing it in some form or fashion, even if they're not selling the products, you know, or services, they're using them, they're consuming them and loving them. And I'll give you an example. I did some, some coaching and training for a company over the weekend. I was in Orlando and Fort Lauderdale. And after one of the events that, that I did, we all went to dinner and at dinner, this was a specific company. You know what I mean? This was, this was a different company. And afterwards, this woman pulls out a product from another unrelated network marketing company. And she starts putting it on her hands. 
Well, then this other woman sitting across the table from her was like, oh my gosh, you love that. I love that product too. And she pulled out a bag full of products from this other company. And then another woman walks up and she's like, I got mine too. Hmm. Now, mind you, none of these women were promoters. None of them were selling these products. They're just super happy customers of a network marketing or direct selling product. And I think for more than anything, that's how it's changed. It is a legitimate business model. Whereas before it might've been on the fringe, people were like, oh, is that a pyramid? Is that a scam? Today, it's like, duh, everybody's doing that. You know, like everybody's got a deal these days. And I think it's great. You know, I think it's great. Yeah, definitely. The, the, the industry has matured and come into its own. And it's a very, very exciting time to be involved in network marketing. Hey, I know you do a lot of training. Uh, talk about your podcast, The Above Ground um, yeah, Shiloh, Railroad. Uh, yeah, Above Ground Railroad. It's really, really cool. I just, I love the name. I was checking it out. Uh, what's it about and what's your vision behind this? Well, it's a great, thank you for asking. It, it's, um, yeah, The Above Ground Railroad, your path to uncommon freedom. It is a, it is a freedom-focused personal development podcast. And it was, it was a play on the Underground Railroad with Harriet Tubman, you know, the, the American slaves that trapped over 100,000 people, 100,000 slaves were liberated on the Underground Railroad. But that was a very risky trek. You know, I mean, literally life and death. They were, they were fighting for their own body freedom. They wanted the dignity to live their life how they wanted. Well, as I've thought about it over the years and I've studied slavery and freedom, what we realize is that slavery never really went away. I mean, there are millions of people enslaved today around the world and in this country. It never really went away. And what I realized is if you don't have your help, you're not free. If you've got to be somewhere on Monday morning, you're not free. If you don't own your calendar, you're not free. You know, if you, if you, if you want to go to Europe, but you can't afford to go to Europe, you're not free. You know, if your child wants a violin, they were put on this planet with a God-given gift to play violin and they want a violin, but you can't buy a violin for, the, for your son or your daughter because the money's not there, you're not free. And so this, what this is, is it's, yeah, it's personal development, but there's a lot of people coaching personal development. And I thought, what am I really all about? And what I'm really all about is freedom, autonomy, sovereignty, you know, sovereignty helping people to break free from, from their corporations, to break free from the, the, the owners, from the banks, you know, that own most of us to be able to travel, to play, to come and go, to be healthy. And so I built it, Simon, on what I call um, the seven pillars of uncommon freedom. Number one is mind freedom, snapping out of common consciousness, societal uh, dictates, mass hypnosis. We've got to break free from all that. And let me give you an example. So when I do my seminars and you do yours, you know, we talk about We've all been told to go to school and get good grades so we could go out and get a good job. And everybody in the seminar can fill in the blank. And what I illustrate to them is I say, y'all, that is called mass enculturation, mass conditioning. And that's what we've got to break free from, first of all. We've got to do our own thinking, step away from the mainstream media and that whole matrix thing. Next is time freedom, money freedom health freedom, emotional freedom, spiritual freedom, and then the ultimate freedom, as I see it, is unconditional love. You know, where we can truly love our enemies like we love ourselves or like we love 
the one, the, the you know, people in our lives that we truly do love, our friends, families, etc. Now we're really truly free. So I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's been up a couple of months. We've got 10 episodes. I'm getting ready to bang out 90 episodes in 90 days, which you know how much work that requires. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's called the Above Ground Railroad and you can get it on uh, Android, uh, iPhone, wherever you get your podcast. Yeah. And we'll put a link on the uh, mlnation.com show notes page. Hey, what cool. is the, uh, what's those seven freedoms are awesome. What do you call them? The seven what freedoms? Seven pillars of uncommon freedom. Yes. And, and here's here's something for your for your listeners and your viewers, Simon. You know, you, we go to college, and it, the average person's going to spend a hundred thousand dollars to go to college today. That's for four years, and they give you this list of things that you can major in. Now we're the customer, right? We're the ones giving them a hundred grand, but they're giving us a list that we have to choose from. Do you know what's not on the list? Freedom. Freedom is not on the list. You're going to give this outdated institution a hundred thousand dollars so that you can learn what they want you to learn. And freedom, which I think we should all be studying, freedom is not on the list. Love isn't on the list. Compassion isn't on the list. Mm. Spirituality is on the list. Kindness isn't on the list. And until recently, network marketing wasn't on the list. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, So that's, it's really you know, my, the Above Ground Railroad and the Seven Pillars. It is a curriculum for freedom. That's what it is. Hmm. And we could talk all day about this. Yeah. Cause like school Absolutely. is basically, it's a business and it's basically funneling people for jobs. Right. That's right. It's not about freedom. Cause if it's about freedom, it will be, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a very interesting topic. We can talk entire day on, but listen, check out the B- above ground railroad. Okay. On iTunes, uh, Stitcher droid. We'll put a link on the show notes page. Hey, thank uh, Chris. You've been amazing. Thank you so much. As we go towards the end of the show, I feel I can talk to you forever, but uh, we got to kind of wrap it up. So some quick questions to pick your brain, and uh, these could be quick one-sentence answers, okay? So you got it. the first one is, what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? Uh, your past does not have to equal your future. I'm a big Jim Rohn fan. You know, you can tear up the script of your old life and, and start writing a new one today. You can go from where you are to where you want to be in six years, any six. What is the best advice you ever received? Work harder on yourself than you do on anything else. <laughs> What's one habit that's helped you become successful? A daily personal development. What do you normally I, do? I, What's your routine normally? Uh, I get up and I turn something on instantaneously. As soon as I get up, I'm, I've got either an audio book that I'm listening to, a motivational audio that I love. For years, I had a waterproof CD player in my shower. As soon as I woke up, I went in there, I pushed play. It was Jim Rohn building your network marketing business or cultivating an unshakable character or the challenge to succeed. And I would push play and I would listen to that entire CD and I did it every single day for years, for years. Hmm. And so I'm still doing that. I'm still getting up, I'm listening, I'm reading, I'm meditating, I'm praying, I'm expressing gratitude every day. Do you have those one of those Sony? I totally forgot about that Sony a Sportsman, like the yellow one that's waterproof. <laughs> no, mine was like this big. Enough. Oh, that big? It hung, yeah, it hung in my shower. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That brings you know, bring back a lot of memories from VHS tapes to waterproof CD players. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, um, what is your favorite prospecting tool? So, say someone is interested, you meet later right after we get off this call. You meet someone who's a qualified prospect. What do you do? Do you send them to a Facebook group to watch a video? Do you send them a video link? What tool do you use? You know, 
your listeners may laugh at me, but I love sizzle calls. I love a two to three minute sizzle call. And here's why. Because we're all so busy today. People have hundreds and thousands and even tens of thousands of emails sitting in their email box. Right now, I can't look because I'm on my phone. But if I had to guess, I probably have 30 text messages, you know, unread, unchecked, sitting there on my iPhone. I love sizzle calls because I can say, hey, Simon, it was really great meeting you the other day. You're a super sharp guy. Once I've determined whether or not you're interested in earning additional income, and if you are, I just say, look, man, you're busy. I'm busy. You know, I'm going to put you on this two and a half minute recorded message. We'll know in two and a half minutes if this is something you want to learn more about. Sound good? You're like, yeah, sounds good. I put you on a sizzle call. It's two and a half minutes. All it does is lets you know enough for you to determine whether or not you want to learn more. Mm. And why I like that is because think about how many times we've sent a text or we've sent an email or we've back in the day when we gave out physical you know, CDs, DVDs, et cetera. Hey, did you watch that video? Hey, did you get my email link? Hey, did you click the link? No, 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 no. I love sizzle calls because in two to four minutes, I, they are exposed. And I know if they're a prospect or a suspect. Hey, so it's like a um, tele- uh, t- conference call. It's like a teleconference call. You're three-way the person in? I three-way them in. And, and I like them that are like two to four minutes. Super tight hmm. and sizzle. Like I used to work at a Mexican restaurant. If I came out of the kitchen with a tray full of fajitas, the whole restaurant smells it. Right. When you walk out, everybody sees, everybody turns and looks. Why? Because they hear the sizzle. The sizzle gets their attention. And that's all I'm trying to do with a sizzle call. I'm just trying to get their attention. You know, we're so bogged down. We're overstimulated with Facebook, Instagram, emails, text messages, et cetera. I just want them to pause for two to four minutes, watch this thing come in. If, if that sounds interesting to you, you can have the steak, hmm. you know, but I just want to know if you're interested in the sizzle. Awesome. What service uh, do you use for sizzle calls? Um, there, uh, what is that? I may have to get it to you afterwards, but there's a, it's a service and it is, I used to pay 25 bucks a month for, for decades, for almost decades. Now there's a service. Oh, I can't think of it right now, but it's, it's either free or four or $5 a month. And it's, it's all you can eat, man. You record mm. those messages. People can call all night long. Um, you can set it up where it's a voicemail or no voicemail. That's awesome. Yeah, it's great. Good stuff. Hey, um, a, do you have a favorite online resource, like a Dropbox or Evernote or favorite app on your phone that you could recommend? I, you know, I'm not, I'm not real big about, about uh, that. I mean, I use Dropbox, you know. I mean, I use Dropbox fairly regularly, but... I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Awesome. <laughs> Aside from your book, what's uh, one book you could recommend to ML Nation? Well, network marketing or personal development. You know, I mean, I it's... Um, what's the first book that comes to your mind right now? The first book is Think and Grow Rich, uh, The Science of Getting Rich, You Were Born Rich, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Good. There you go. That's <laughs> the fundamentals, the basics. Yeah. And uh, here's the last question. The million-dollar question. You ready? Yes. So imagine you had to start all over again, Chris, and you knew no one. So didn't know your brothers. You had no family, no one. You're like an alien that went to another universe. But you had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you do or the first place you go to find prospects and build an MLM business from scratch? Man, that's a great question. 
I would go to seminars. I would go to seminars. I would go to personal development seminars. And it's, it's so interesting, man. Who goes to these seminars? You've got every, everything from literally, uh, you know, decamillionaires down to the aspiring life coach that can't pay their bills. You know what I mean? I mean, these are, these are people who they are committed to personal development, which is the hardest part, I think, is to get people sold out and committed to daily, what Tony Robbins calls canai, constant and never-ending improvement. Um, but these are people that are committed to personal development. Many of these people are not satisfied with where they are financially. They want to make more money. They want to have more freedom. They want more time off. I, that's that's where I would go. I've had excellent success meeting quality people that made a difference in my life and in my business at uh, seminars. As we wrap up, do you have any last words of advice? And then uh, what's the best way our listeners and viewers can connect with you? Well, Facebook is probably the best. I've got a personal page. I think I'm maxed out there, but I've got a business page that they can follow, just CS Hughes on Facebook, aboveground.railroad.info. They can follow me there. My, my, my blog is down right now. So yeah, connect with me online. I'd love to connect with them. And you had, a, there was another part of that question, I think. What was the other part of the question? Any last words or advice? Yeah, last words. Look, the plan that we've all bought into is go to school, get good grades, get a good job, work for 40 years. If that inspires you, then do that and do it really, really good. If it doesn't inspire you, why not become a network marketing professional? Why not? And I don't mean do network marketing. If you're watching this, most of you are probably already in network marketing. What I'm talking about is become a professional. Master your craft. This is one of the highest paying professions, crafts, trades in the world. In the world. If you will master your craft. So stop being a poser. Stop being an amateur Stop playing with this thing and think about it. What would your life be like? I mean, if, if, if three years from today, you're making a hundred grand a year or a hundred grand a month and people go, oh, that's pie in the sky. Look, you're talking to some people that have done it. You know, I mean, it happens for people. So my, my advice is believe in the industry, believe in the profession, get your crew, your homies, your <clears throat> inner circle. Work harder on yourself than you do on anything else and master your craft. As we started in the beginning, Jim Rohn said there's only about a half dozen things that are going to make about 80% of the difference in any endeavor in your life. And it's the same with our profession. There's only about a half dozen skills that you need to master in this profession to become world class and be a top earner, not only industry, but in the world. So that's what I would say. And have fun. Have fun. If you're not having fun, you're not doing it right. And we are having fun here at ML Nation. Hey, you know, ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today you've been hanging out with Chris Hughes. So keep up the momentum. Go to mlnation.com and just type in Chris, the search bar, or just click on the podcast tab. You see the episodes right there in the show notes or Chris's info and all the nuggets of wisdom will be on, will, will be there. Hey, in order to be successful in network marketing and, and in life, you must help others. So Chris, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again, Chris, and God bless you. 
Thank you. Thank you for the privilege. Keep up the great work. Hey, ML Nation, Simon Chan will recap and review from a great show from Chris Hughes. I love it. He's been 20 plus years with one company. Lots of wisdom here. You know how you got started? Tools, 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 right? Keep it fun and use tools. That's how he got in. His brothers got in because he used the VHS tape back in the day. And the culture, you know, is make it fun, right? They all went together and uh, that's how he keeps the business together. You know, he talked about duplication. Your prospect always thinks that you, they got to do what you did to them. And like 90% of a new distributor training is done before they enroll. That's, I love that. You know, when do you start training someone? The second you start prospecting because it's imprinted on them. You talk about geese imprinting because they know that, hey, if they get started, they're going to be doing exactly what you did to them. So if you're talking a lot, they think you got to talk a lot. If you do the best sales presentations, they think they got to do that as well. Right? Because so these are the eight pillars of eight filters of duplication you talked about. Can I do it? Do I have time to do it? Would I want to do it? You know, could a dud sponsor a stud? Like, even if I don't know much, can I bring a superstar in by using the tools in the system? Can I build this in depth so it's different levels? Can I use this uh, to prospect in distance? Can this business work without me? And can I do it five minutes later? I love that five minute test because. People don't want to have to study, go to training, training, training. They just want to make money quickly, right? So you got to make it simple. Keep it keep it simple. Uh, he talked about the systems, eight things you have to do for a duplicating system as well. And uh, I think the best part of the training was when he talked about he owned up to his mistake, right? He and his brother made a massive error in judgment, but they owned up to it. And and that led to our conversation about integrity. Integrity is, I like this, I love this definition, is doing the right thing when no one is looking, right? Do the right thing when no one is looking. And, uh, you know, there's tons of times when you wanted to quit, but just go through it and love it. When he wanted to quit, his brother said, hey, I don't know what's up with you. I just recruited two people. Right? I think sometimes we get too caught up in the trenches. Just keep going, trust the process, and you go through it. You know, over 20 plus years in profession, like people are more open to network marketing because everyone has some type of side hustle or using some type of network marketing product, right? That's so true. Friends I never thought would be using network marketing. I have friends that are using some type of supplement or, or oils or some type of service now. Almost every one of my friends now are using some type of network marketing product. Chris, always I love you, talk about the seven pillars of uncommon freedom, right? Mind freedom, time freedom, money freedom, health freedom, emotional freedom, spiritual freedom, and love, right? Not loving unconditional love is a type of freedom and not being slave to like, hey, I only, you know, I only got to love people who are nice to me, but unconditional love. I love that sharing from Chris there. Um, and, you know, mind freedom. A lot of you, do you really have mind freedom or are you being programmed by the media, right? That's the most important one that you have to take control of. Because I like what he said. It's not something they teach at universities. The past doesn't dictate your freedom. Right. And you got to, so your future, I will share this. Yesterday is history. Today is a mystery. And tomorrow is your legacy. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. And you, that's why you got to constantly work harder on yourself. You know, for the million dollar question, you know, go to find people who are committed to personal development, right? Um, go there because these are people with the right attitude already. And 
last thing he shared about, there's only half dozen skills, half dozen skills in life that you have to master to have a successful life. And that comes from Jim Rohn. Hey, thank you for listening. Thank you for being part of MLM Nation. Hey, thanks again to Chris Hughes. Go to MLMNation.com, click on the podcast tab and connect with him. And now it's over to you, MLM Nation. Uh, if you like the show, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Really appreciate it. And also, go out there, take what you learn, and put it in play. Without action and activity, hey, it's just wasted knowledge, right? So go out there, take action. And of course, remember, we're in the business to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thanks for joining us today. Now head over to MLMNation.net for valuable recaps of every show and also to get your free training resource on how to use online duplication to grow your business. Thanks again for being a part of this amazing profession.